Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Let's keep calm and mother on. Mothering is way too important to do alone and way too serious to be serious all the time. My name is Christy Thomas and I am here shoulder to shoulder with you, mothering and enjoying life together. This is the podcast where you can focus on being mindful and taking a deep breath with me and learning new things so you can pause and savor the amazing life you already have. Now let's go. Let's talk. I want to first say thank you. Thank you to everyone that reached out after last Friday's podcast where I shared my vulnerable hard spot journey of my miscarriage in 2015 and and the journey that it took to recover my joy and to come back from that um, with a brighter light. So I just wanted to say thank you because many, many of you reached out and I was so very touched. On the flip side, I think we can continue this conversation. I've seen two really interesting quotes to me this week and I wanted to discuss them with you. The first is from the New York Times. There was an article in which Betsy Stevenson, an economist at the University of Michigan, go blue, said this quote, people talk about how moms can lift a car off their children, but even though you can do it, it doesn't mean you didn't do damage to your body when lifting the car. 2020 was like lifting a car off your kids. 2021 is going to have to be How are those women able to heal? So that's the powerful quote that 2020 was like lifting a car off your kids. And just because you can do it doesn't mean it didn't cause damage. You guys, your mom, if you're listening to the show, most likely, or either way, you've lived through the pandemic, which means even if you're not a mom, you've lifted a car in some way. You have helped, you have struggled, you are a kind-hearted person if you're listening to this show. So how are you going to be able to heal? Now this ties into the second quote. And this quote is by Charles Glassman and it says, kindness begins with understanding that we all struggle. Kindness begins with understanding that we all struggle. So 2021 has found everyone who mothers, everyone who takes care of someone else, everyone who is a caregiver in some way, exhausted and injured or hurt potentially from lifting a car for 2020. How do you recover when you've done something? How do you assess your damages so you can heal and make choices? 
These are real questions we have to talk about. I know I don't have all the answers. I promise that I'm with you. I lifted a car in 2020. In fact, near the end of 2020, one of my kids was even diagnosed with absence seizures and epilepsy. So I promise there was a lot of heavy lifting and straining. And how do we heal? Well, when I'm in a spot, like I talked about last week with how to recover my joy, it comes down to really basic things. The most basic thing right now is the quote about kindness is that we are all in this together. So your fatigue, your your sore muscles, your tiredness of this situation, just know that you are not alone in any way. There's layers of struggle going on for people. So I just want you to know, to start with kindness, we are all struggling in some way and you're not alone. You are exactly the right mom for your kids and your struggle doesn't mean you're not. Now back to my tiny daily actions, because as I'm healing, these are my anchors that I go back to, tiny daily things, okay? I think about what am I gonna do with my heart that day? I try every day to pick a word, an intention for the energy I want for that day. Do I want a day that's filled with peace? Do I want a day that's full of excitement? I choose a word that I try to remember multiple times during the day. Sometimes I set alarms on my phone or put sticky notes up. I pick a word that I'm aiming for because I know that we've all heard to fake it until we make it. Well, I think that that, that's wrong. We, We just pick somewhere and aim. It's like our GPS signal. If you don't have a direction, to go towards, then you're just going to keep spinning your wheels in the same spot. So I pick a word, an intention for the day. That's how I start from my heart. And I say a prayer. Usually I say a prayer as I'm getting dressed into my running clothes or while I'm still laying in my bed. A prayer that I'm thankful that I still have breath today. Thank you for waking up today. So that's my heart. I take care of my heart. Then I take care of my body. As you know, I am an avid runner. Um, But most of the days I've been only running one mile a day. I don't have any big race plans. So I make sure I move at least one mile a day running to keep my running streak alive. And then I try to walk or do stretches. Um, I've really fallen in love with chest openers which is like a yoga thing where you, cause we're all slouching all day long. So chest opening stretches and yoga poses. I feel my body. So that's part two of my strategy of how to heal. I set an intention. I move my body. The third part is I always make sure that I'm engaging my brain in some way. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but one of the things I told one of my college roommates is that I just wanted a guy that would do math problems with me because I was a math education major. And so I was really looking for someone that would continue to 
educationally, academically challenge me that we would be able to have big discussions. And math was totally the thing I was geeking out on in college. I was in love with architecture and geometry and how to teach that to middle schoolers. So there was lots of talk about that. But I know that it's easy to get trapped in this raising human cycle where you're so focused on their development and their developmental cycles and what's going on or what's not going on. Or maybe you're starting to notice, like I did in the fall, that one of your kids is blinking and you start going down a rabbit hole of other things. But you still need to have curiosity for your own life. So every day I try to read at least one news story that interests me, that doesn't cause me panic. I try to find a new word. I try to read for fun. This is really, really new this year, this read for fun thing without guilt. You can think um, Stephanie Howell on Instagram. In fact, I'll tag her in the show notes for this, that Stephanie has really liberated me for feeling bad about reading anything, right? That that I can just read for fun. And for a while, I thought I needed to read for, for merit. Um, that I was being judged on the content of my books. And maybe, maybe someone does judge me, but I don't care anymore. I just want to read and I want to model reading for my kids. So whatever I'm reading in front of them and taking the time to pick up a book or pick up my Kindle, um, as a much more meaningful thing than scrolling through things on my phone or, or cleaning. You can only clean so much and you can only scroll so much. So the third thing is that I, I prioritize reading and learning for myself every single day, even if it's one quick Google search. And the fourth thing is that I, I always think that you need to do something productive. You need to move your hands somehow. You need to create something. I'm sure this isn't a surprise for you that these are my four pillars of, of a whole person. One, my heart. I set an intention word and I pray. Two, I move my body. Three, I engage in curiosity and I try to read something every single day. And fourth, I create something with my hands or my voice, I dance, I try to take a photo, I pause to capture a really cool angle of trees and sky for a moment of calm for my Instagram account. Whatever it is, I try to make something of beauty to leave behind. The one thing that 2020 has taught me the most is that we can all be aware of the fact that death is looming, right? We've had in the United States over 500,000 deaths attributed to COVID and that number may change. I mean, there's a lot of debate over where that number comes from. But it's 500,000, according to the numbers that we know right now, because we're in the middle of the story. So things change. Um, 
but that means that death is on the horizon, right? Like there's only two things you can be sure of, taxes and dying. So if every day you can wake up and choose your attitude and focus spiritually, if every day you can move your body to whatever extent you're able, if every day you're able to be curious and use your brain, are you noticing the trend here? And then the fourth is your hands. Create something beautiful to leave behind or be used that day like an amazing dinner. Like I'm about to take a charcuterie class. So I, I think I say that word wrong, guys, but I'm going to take a class so we can learn how to graze better and make fancy boards with cheese and meat and nuts and dried fruit. But that won't last forever. If you look up the New York Times article and find the quote by the University of Michigan economist Betsy Stevenson, you will see that the author created a list of things to do, a list for businesses to do about retaining women in the workplace, a list of things the government should do, a list of things that neighbors should do, that they should offer to FaceTime, that family far away should send packages of crafts so that kids can do them without parents needing their help. Maybe all those things are true. Oh, and that the husband or partner should step up to the plate more and help, whatever those things mean. But I've been in enough places where I've needed to try to heal where where those things were available and and healing still required me to take action. Healing still required me to take action. No one could drag me along into healing faster after my miscarriage loss. No one could drag me along to heal, heal, heal faster after um, one of my kids was having a pretty big diagnosis with language delays. No one could heal my heart faster after the epilepsy diagnosis. I had to start doing things and aim the GPS and, and to just endure a little bit. Take action with me. Action that nourishes you and helps you heal. You'll notice that I didn't say anything about my kids or anyone else in those action steps. Because when you're trying to heal, you're just trying to get by. You're trying to get back from, from survive into the thrive mode to no joy to joy. And in order to do that, sometimes you have to take the pressure off yourself of doing it all. And so if the only thing you do is compliment your kids and give them hugs when they leave a room you kiss them goodnight, you try to read a book to them, play some games, or you stay on the couch while they're watching their cartoons, or you stay in the room while they're building their Legos, all of that counts. Your presence counts. When you're in a spot and you are healing and you're trying to recover and just staying close, counts. 
here's what I want you to do for your family play idea. It's a pretty mess-free idea, but you do need some Ziploc bags. I want you to do some Ziploc bag finger painting. So what you do is you squeeze paint or even make some slime and whatever you want. Hair gel works well for this. And you put it inside two different Ziploc bags. And if you have bigger kids, put enough in where you can write messages back and forth. Um... I found that even my biggest kids like this activity, especially because the Ziploc bags protect their hands from the goo and they get that squishy sensation without having to um, like scrub their hands afterwards. Big plus in my house. But if you use paint, you can use different color paint and see lots of color mixing. You can tape it up into your window and let the sun shine through it. Whatever works, just... Make a homemade squishy bag together. And then for your self-care idea, I want you to listen to a song that really um, is in the direction you want to move, right? I want you to pick a song out that leads you, can be like your GPS song, so when the afternoon is tough, or if you're waking up and you just are having a hard time getting out of bed, you can put on your earbuds or blast it through the house if everyone is awake, and they know that that song is your rally cry, your your backwards hat moment, your I'm going to get through this, and this is my motivation. Because even though there are lots of moms recovering and healing from lifting that car of 2020, It doesn't mean you're not the right mom for your kids. You are exactly the right mom for your kids. And maybe one of the biggest gifts, besides remembering that death is always near, is that our kids will see us take time to pause and connect with ourselves. Let 2021 be the year where we model how to savor the amazing life we have. It's different than it was before, but we can still savor it. I hope you try out the actions for heart, body, mind, and hands. As always, message me over email or by Instagram. You're amazing, and I like you just the way you are. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here.